Okay, I'm obsessed with Audible because it lets you enjoy all of your audio entertainment in one app. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. And with female writers and heroines, celebrity narration, multicast productions, Audible has you covered for every type of excitement that you're looking for, including true crime and mystery. And I know all of you love that too. For example, right now, I'm listening to None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. That's audible.com slash reality life or text reality life to 500 500. With four daughters and two on a dance team, I can tell you we go through a lot of mascara in my house, but I'm crazy about L'Oreal Paris new Panorama Mascara, which catches every lash for corner to corner for maximum volume. If you're looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank, this is yours. The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. I've been using it for about two weeks now, and I feel like my eye has completely opened up, and the girls are crazy about it too. They've got a tapered brush to catch every lash, one of the best mascara wands that I've ever used. And like I said, this luxe appearance of this gold package you got to get it. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. L'Oreal Paris New Panorama Mascara. You're going to love it. The Amazing Kate Casey. Welcome back to another episode of Reality Life with Kate Casey. I hope that you had a fantastic Father's Day if you are a dad or a father figure and that you were spoiled. So I'm wishing you a belated Father's Day. I'm hoping that you're beginning of the week is shaping up to be fantastic. Today actually marks my 500th episode. If you've been with me from the beginning, I am giving you the biggest hug right now. Hard to believe 500 episodes. It's been almost six years. Like I always tell people, it started out with this idea that I would track down people who had been on reality shows to ask them how it changed the trajectory of their life and has expanded since then to be all-encompassing in the unscripted umbrella. So reality shows, documentaries, docu-series. And you've joined me on this journey. I've met some fantastic people that I've interviewed, both in front of and behind the camera. And of course, all of you that are listening, I am always astounded at your generosity and I'm hoping 500 more. So this week's episode is one of those weeks where I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. I hope that everybody has the time to watch all of this great, great unscripted stuff. I am telling you guys, this is a good one. Now, before I get into my first choice, which is about Title IX, I have to tell you, I got a chance this weekend to finish the three-part series, the 30 for 30, this past week called Dream On. It's about the 1996 U.S. Women's Olympic basketball team Their win really cemented the beginning of the WNBA. They're celebrating their 20th anniversary. Listen, you know I love sports stuff. This was so well done. I hope to get a chance to interview the director because there's so many moving pieces to it. First, you have to know that the NBA, of course, is like huge at the time. Michael Jordan is at his peak of his career. Huge deal. The women that were on this team were all incredible players, but also at the most spectacular personal stories. I laughed throughout the series. I cried throughout the series. Some of them 
have the most extraordinary stories. Ruthie Bolton was the victim of domestic abuse. Her husband was abusing her during the time that she played on the team. And now she is this incredible motivational speaker. Most of them went on to become incredible coaches in their own right. Jennifer AZ, I remember watching her and playing and thinking, oh my God, if I could have those arms. And she still has those arms. She played for Stanford. She has now come forward and said that she is gay and that she she has a partner and two kids. And she didn't come out until I think 2016. So to give her perspective on how she kept closeted during that time is really interesting, especially when you hear some of the coaches say that it was difficult in that time to brand the women's team as a team for everybody, to get so many people to come out and support them. And they'd have to say, you know, they're really attractive women. They're very elegant women because they're trying to dispel this notion that like every woman that plays basketball is a lesbian that wears like a track suit. It's insane. So it was interesting to hear Jennifer's story. So many of them have overcome unsurmountable odds. Carla McGee was in a car accident. She broke almost every bone in her face. They didn't know if she would ever be able to walk again. And she came back, had a miraculous recovery, and then ends up winning that gold medal in the women's basketball. Unbelievable. Okay, so it took about 10 months to train for the Olympics. Tara Vanderheer was the coach. She coached for Stanford and actually still coaches for them and has had a really great run there as coach. She was a tough coach, very direct, wasn't really the kind of coach that would sit and talk to you about your feelings and your personality, et cetera, just was all about winning. And so it's interesting to hear their perspective, the player's perspective all these years later. Rebecca Lobo, who played at UConn, 6'5". Can you imagine that? 6'5". No, 6'4". Lisa Leslie, 6'5". Lisa Leslie was probably... Lisa and Rebecca were probably the most familiar faces from that team really carried the torch for the the women's basketball movement. So many great stories. Okay, so the one that I just thought was so funny, and I post this on my TikTok and on my Instagram, is that Carla uh, was always playing pranks with the other girls. It was basically like Dawn Staley. By the way, she just coached the Tokyo Olympic winning team and coaches in South Carolina. She's from Philadelphia. She's only 5'6" powerhouse, powerhouse player. Loved, loved her story when I was growing up in Philly. So Lisa Leslie, Dawn Staley, Carla McGee, and one other player would always play tricks on each other. So Carla having this incredible story, President Clinton wanted to call and and say to her how impressed he was with her story because the Clintons were actually big women's basketball fans because of Tennessee basketball, Arkansas basketball. So he wanted to call and congratulate her. So the team is like, oh, President Clinton wants to talk to you. And so in the clip, if you go to my Instagram or my TikTok, you'll see, she's like, oh, uh uh-huh, sure, sure, it's him. So she's like, what's up, Bill? How you doing? And she said she used like every slang in the book. And she was like, all right, see you later. And then the next day, the coach was like, you're supposed to be in DC at the White House. She was like, oh my God, I said that to the president. So anyway, she went to the White House. She held the torch for an event. So funny. But that one story about Carla coming back is so impressive. And then also, Venus Lacey was a a late player to that team. A very powerful center forward. Six months after she won that Olympic gold, she was working at a bank and, and a car went through the door of the bank. And she was the only person that was injured. She was 
in critical condition. And because of that, she has amnesia. So there are big parts of her career that she has no memory of. And her her son, Alex, has been super helpful. He'll take out scrapbooks and show her. So by the end of the series, all the women get back together to, to spend some time to, with one another. And she's crying. And they're like, we wish we were we would have supported you more during that time. And you just think, oh my God, you won a gold medal. And then that happens and you have amnesia and you don't have any memory of that moment. So anyway... I'm begging you guys, you've got to watch it. Three-part series, but it's 30 for 30, so the episodes are really short. But I'm telling you, absolutely spectacular. So well done. Again, it's called Dream On. So when you go to your on-demand, look up Dream On and you'll find it. So again, this week's list, outstanding. My live show is July 13th, Irvine Improv. Get your tickets now. I'm really getting low on numbers. So get your tickets now book them because it's going to be such a fun night with fantastic special guests and just a great night out. I want to meet you. I want to hang out. Let's have a glass of wine. Let's hang out. And then also make sure you check out last week's episodes, which were so great too. This week's episodes on my podcast will include an episode on Wednesday with Leva and Naomi from Southern Charm. And then Friday's episode will focus on Menudo Forever Young, which I'm about to tell you about. Okay. First one out of the gate, 37 Words is on ESPN. It's a must watch because it tells the inspiring story of Title IX, the hard-fought battle to push for equal rights in education and athletics, the decades-spanning effort to nullify its impact, and the rippling impacts of the landmark civil rights law that continue to resonate today, which of course is about women's sports. This year marks the 50th anniversary 37 Words on ESPN ESPN airs June 21st. If you have athletes at home, if you are an athlete, this is a must-watch. Title IX is so, so important to women. Please watch it. Menudo Forever Young. Okay, I think I've mentioned this to you before, two things. One, I've been forever obsessed with Menudo. And two, I believe that I've manifested that HBO Max would create a series Pat Shin, who works at HBO, sent me this screener a long time ago. And he, well, first he sent me a press release, then he sent me the, <laughs> the screener. And I just saw the title. I was like, Pat, did I manifest this? And he's like, of course you did. Listen, this Menudo reminds me so much of Real Housewives because Menudo was this band where you got swapped out with a new member of the band as soon as you hit that 16 mark. And I felt feel like always that the Real Housewives are like that. They're constantly swapped out for different cast members. But while they're in the thick of it, they really believe themselves to be major superstars who cannot be replaced and it couldn't be further from the truth. So Menudo has been always been fascinating to me for that fact, that there have been so many members of that band and they're still, they were still very famous, even though the members always changed. And of course, that Ricky Martin was in the band because I loved him so much just looking at pictures of him because he was so gorgeous. And of course, he went on to be on General Hospital once he got older. So Menudo Forever Young again, is my great obsession. This docuseries chronicles the rise and fall of the most iconic Latin American boy band in history. Now you're asking yourself, why would a girl from the Philadelphia suburbs know about Menudo? Because Menudo became mainstream, mainstream American, big pop culture 
in time. But the band, the great story is that it tells the story of the origination of the band. It brings viewers into the world of this popular teen idol's global tours, magazine covers, 80s outfits, and screaming fangirls, and reveals that behind the glitz and glamour was a web of abuse and exploitation at the hands of the band's manager, Edgardo Diaz. These boy band managers are really weird. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, don't put your kid in a boy band unless you talk to me because there's so much I have to say about this. It's just abnormal for young boys to be traveling in a band together without a significant amount of adults that are watching and ensuring that these kids are protected. Edgardo Diaz had this great idea for a Latin band. He's the one who came up with that idea, although a genius idea to swap them out once they turned 16, because they found that at first, when they had a girl in their band, that it was really, the, the audience is really young girls that just want to look at cute boys. The Really, the age that's perfect for a boy band like this is between like eight years old and 14 years old. That's the audience for it. So by switching out the, the members, you don't have to worry about uh, how is this band not relevant anymore. But this guy was an absolute monster because he was abusing the boys in the band, but he also had a circle of men that were around him who were also abusing the boys. So in this docuseries, many of the members of the Menudo come forward and tell their harrowing stories. You have revealing interviews with the members, and the film examines how this extravagant facade was disguising serious wrongdoings by Edgardo Diaz. Every single episode, you're at the edge of your seat. You're just like, what? And I am telling you, there's a part of it that has me now thinking, and I know you're going to be like, where did you go with that one? But I'm telling you, there's a connection to the Menendez brothers and the murder of their parents that now I believe the Menendez brothers did the murders because I think their father was abusing them. I will get into that on my Friday episode, I promise. But Menudo Forever Young airs on Thursday, the 23rd. You will want to watch this. A four-part series, HBO. Hold tight. This one, you got to listen. And I know that Heather McDonald just had Carlos King. So my two friends were in an episode together. And I'm laughing because Heather goes, Carlos, Kate Casey always says, the housewives reminds her of Menudo and they were both started laughing. I'm, I'm telling, I'm going to make a meme. Somebody make a meme for me. I'm telling, I've been sit, I've been saying this since the beginning of housewives. They are just like Menudo. They really do believe that they can't be replaced and they're replaced all the time. So anyway, Menudo forever young on HBO max, June 23rd. Don't miss it. I know everybody right now is on a health kick, and that's why I want to tell you about Roe Body Program. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes, so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. It could be you too. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to the provider on demand for any questions. And you can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. And this means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. 
Go to row.com slash Kate Casey. Sign up today and you're going to pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash Kate Casey. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip on Peacock is finally going to air. This one set in the Berkshires at the home of Dorinda Medley. So stuck in this house for a couple days and filmed 24-7, well, pretty much, is Jill Zarin of Real Housewives of New York City, Phaedra Parks and Ava Marcial from Real Housewives of Atlanta, Vicki Gumbelson, who's perhaps the most annoying person that ever lived on this earth, and Tamara Judge, who I have interviewed from Real Housewives of Orange County, and Brandy Glanville, whom I just interviewed from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and Taylor Armstrong, who was also on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, she is one of the, the the first cast members of Beverly Hills. Her husband, Russell Armstrong, ended up taking his own life uh, while they were filming. And it was a really dramatic season episode. And I've always wanted to interview her, but always thought maybe it was just, she was just too fragile. I'd, I'm going to be interested to see after the series if I still believe that. I think they've got a great group. I have a friend who was a producer on the show. She had a great time doing it. I think it's going to be quite fun to watch. Now, listen, they are putting out like these little teasers about the the third iteration of this Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. I don't know if they're going to get anybody as good as they have for this second season. The third season cast sounds not great. This one's probably going to hit it out of the park. So you're going to want to watch this. Reminder that it was filmed during like the end of like the peak of uh, the pandemic. So they were rearing to go. They were ready to hang out and let loose. Brandy said so much uh, when I interviewed her on the show. And I think that this is going to be a very welcome relaxation escape from your work week when you watch it. So it's on Peacock, Real Housewives, Ultimate Girls Trip. Southern Charm on Bravo is back. Leva Bonaparte, Craig Conover, Catherine Dennis, Austin Kroll, Madison LaCroix, and Shep Rose return for season eight, along with new cast members Olivia Flowers, Marcy Hobbs, Cleb Ravel, and returnees Vanita Aspen, Taylor Ann Green, who's Shep's girlfriend, and Naomi Alindo, who, of course, was on for several seasons, used to date Craig. She had a terrible boyfriend who convinced her or they were going to move to New York together. Ten days after they arrived in New York, she found out that he'd been cheating on her. Listen, she needed to get rid of that guy. So I feel terrible that this all unraveled the way it did, but I'm glad that she's not with him anymore. Leva and Naomi are on my show on Wednesday. We talk about the new season. Don't miss that one. So Southern Charm, Bravo, June 23rd. It's back. The one that got away is interesting. It's on Amazon. It has six people searching for their soulmates and given the chance to explore a lifetime of misconnections as one by one, people from their past enter through the portal, which is like, like a, you know, people that died come through a portal. It's not the best term. A portal to surprise them and take their shot at love. That airs on June 24th. I just said in my Facebook group, 
a question. I was like three questions. And one of them was, do you keep in touch with an ex? And it's so funny how many people are like, yes. And I still stalk them on social media. (laughs) The one that got away on Amazon, June 24th. Behind the table, a view reunion is on Hulu on June 20th, Sunday. So it's already there for you to watch on streaming. Takes viewers inside the hotel room of the Essex Hotel in New York City, where current and original co-host Joy Behar, the show's first moderator, Meredith Vieira, and original panelists Star Jones and Debbie Matinopoulos auditioned 25 years ago. The four women Barbara Walters chose to join her at the Hot Topics table in 1997 reunite for a candid conversation about the talk show that has been making headlines since Barbara Walters first uttered the phrase, I had this idea for a show. Can't believe it's still on the air. My friend Rachel Weintraub has been a former guest. She was a producer on The View. We even talked about that epic moment between Rosie O'Donnell and Elizabeth Hasselbeck. This is great if you love all talk show history, and I know so many people do. I'm talking about you, Dave Quinn, who now writes for People Magazine. He loves The View. I don't know anybody who loves The View more than Dave Quinn. And this is right up his alley. And it's going to be right up a lot of your alleys. Behind the table, a View reunion. Did you know a lot of them will kick each other under the table? That was their message for like, shut up. Also, last year, I knew they were looking for hosts. And I said, oh, I would love to do that. And I was told, oh, they're looking for something very specific. And it's not you. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. But... I still would love to go on there. If you're listening, producers of The View, I'd love to go on there and hang out. So again, that's on June 20th. And then Mind Over Murder is perfect for everybody who loves those true crime documentaries, docuseries, which I know I do. I'm going to have Hannah Burner from Summer House, the comedian Hannah Burner, review it for me. Mind Over Murder chronicles the bizarre and psychologically complex story of six individuals who were convicted for the 1985 murder of a beloved 68-year-old grandmother, Helen Wilson, in Beatrice, Nebraska. Mind Over Murder, HBO, June 20th. I can't wait for that. That's my Sunday plans for sure. So let me go through that list one more time. Again, outstanding week. You've got to watch Dream On, the ESPN 30 for 30. That's first thing. 37 words on ESPN. Menudo, Forever Young, HBO Max, June 23rd. The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. That's on Peacock, not Bravo, Peacock, June 23rd. Southern Charm is on Bravo on June 23rd. The One That Got Away, Amazon, June 24th. Behind the Table, A View Reunion on Hulu, June 20th. And Mind Over Murder on HBO, June 20th. Hoping that you guys are having a great week again, celebrating 500 episodes. If you want to help me celebrate, you can share this episode and others. You can easily just send an episode by texting or emailing your friends. Thank you so much for all your support. You can join the Facebook group, Reality Life with Kate Casey. You can find me on Twitter at at KateCaseyCA. I tweet about shows and during shows all week long. My Instagram is at KateCaseyCA. My TikTok is it's Kate Casey. You can find my must-watch list if you go to katecasey.substack.com. Every week, I'm going to give you six to seven options of what to watch in unscripted television. You can find me at Cameo at Kate Casey. And finally, bonus episodes by going to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash Kate Casey. 
I have a current Patreon episode which dives deep into what happened to Crystal from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, 14 Friends. Thanks so much and check back with you on Wednesday and Friday. you ready for an all-new season of survivor you better be because survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss better yet after each episode there's a brand new episode of on fire the only official survivor podcast each week we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments taking you into the how and the why things happened and this season we're very lucky to be joined by an expert the winner of survivor 45 d Viadaris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.